Welcome to the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. On this show, we talk all things mindset, support, and encouragement for the modern mom in real estate that's building a business and raising babes. I'm Braden McKee, a realtor in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been in the business for five years, and I'm a boy mom of two under three. And I'm Alyssa Stalker. I'm a realtor in Ventura County, California, and a mom of two under two. And together, we're bringing our entrepreneurial backgrounds and digital marketing expertise to change the way a modern mama does real estate. Whether you're here for the support or our tactical tips for building a business, we are rooting for your growth. Thanks for listening. I feel like there's a lot of things that I can't control. It's not going to help me. It's not going to help my business or my clients to stress out about those things that, you know, are out of my control. And like, most people say they can tell if you're feeling money hungry or desperate or in need of something so to just have that extra like contingency plan ladies welcome back to another episode of the modern real estate mama podcast and today we are really excited because we have another guest interview we have casey on the show so casey is a real estate agent in ukiah california let me know if I butchered that, and a mom to a one-year-old girl. Uh, We love following Casey for her social media content that is authentic, all about real estate, mom life, local content, and also style and uh, her shopping hauls. We're really excited to have Casey on the podcast today because not only is she a real estate agent, but an entrepreneur with her own um, shop with clothing and real estate planners. So welcome Casey to the show. Woohoo, welcome. Me? Such an <laughs> I love it when people talk about me. Same <laughs> oh, Did we awesome. forget to mention she's also hilarious. Like that's why also yes. I love following her because she's so entertaining and I don't know do you ever feel like you get an overload of like crying laughing cases from me on your content because (laughs) I think I just like that's like my default whenever I see your stuff because it's always so funny never too much I love it (laughs) make it as a case for being here filter you know (laughs) yeah So we're really excited to have Casey on because Casey is who we did um, our merch collab with, which we thought was so fun. And um, we think that it's really cool to highlight different moms that are in real estate that are doing different things, doing business their own way. But also, um, Casey, what I love personally is like you have, I think, like a very true entrepreneurial spirit. Um, It's not just real estate for you. So uh, give us a little, you know, insight into like your background with starting real estate and kind of, um, you know, how all of that started, like how your business is and also how and when you decided to do more than just real estate. Cause I don't know if there was an overlap there or if it was both at one time. Okay. So I'm going to go like way, way back, which isn't far because, you know, I'm pretty young, <laughs> but I got my <laughs> license when I was 18. And obviously when you're 18, you don't have a lot of things going on. A lot of people you know, aren't, you're not their first resource when it comes to real estate because you're an actual child. (laughs) So um, to to do things to, you know, kind of keep business, like keep myself alive and occupied and doing stuff, I um, 
got my license in October and then by like November I had like a little Etsy store where I did like print on demand stuff but I was literally like I quit my job in like I don't know August September and then had nothing going I mean I had several like other like side jobs but I didn't have a closing from real estate until February so it took me like a solid six months to make any money from real estate and I was bored and trying to be creative and so I came up with this but like I said I didn't really have a job and I had not a lot of money so I was pretty much running this business on nothing and I had like a negative bank account multiple times and um eventually I shut it down because somebody had ordered a mug and the mug that they ordered had like a paper insert which I designed like the paper insert but it was all print on demand so if you're not aware of like what print on demand is you basically design the items send it to a company somebody places an order and you're doing like just one thing at a time which is still what I currently do um, and pretty much anyone can do it but at that time I was just was not good I was 18 years old not good at managing a business like that and had no clue what I was doing and I didn't have any money to like order the things myself, which, you know, learning experience now, um, just to see how like the quality was. Eventually this guy was mad that his, he put his cup in the dishwasher, which you shouldn't have done anyways. And his cup got wet and all of the agents in his office were making fun of him. And so he sent me like this big long email, like threatening to sue me and all this stuff over like an $18 cup. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, okay then over this like not my I'll focus on real estate I guess um so that's like how like it first started and it was called like absolutely cute or something like that or I forget even what it was called I don't know I've literally tried to do so many things and that's my problem is that I have like ADHD entrepreneur brain and I just like shiny things um so that's how I initially started and then I stopped doing that and just focused on real estate and tried to be consistent with actually selling houses and not just selling stuff to other agents because if you haven't noticed there's a lot of people out there trying to sell stuff to agents and it works because agents love to buy things but um I started focusing on real estate and then COVID happened and in California and in my county, we literally like were not able to show houses at all um, for like a solid month. And then essentially we just broke the rules and did it anyways. But for a month, I had no internet at my house. We live in a pretty rural area. And at the time, Elon Musk hadn't invented Starlink. And so I was just bumming it with little internet and there was no one in the office. I was like, okay, well, what am, what am I going to do with my day? Like, I'm just going to go to the office. And then that's when I decided to make a digital planner. Um, somebody had mentioned good notes to me and I was like, oh, well, I'll just go down this rabbit hole because what else am I going to do? So I went down the rabbit hole of good notes and digital planning. And I love planning in general. Like I've probably I'm one of those like serial planners and buy like a planner every two or three months because the other one didn't work. And this is the holy grail. Um, and so then I was like, digital is great because you can literally customize it. That's my problem with all of these planners is there's always something wrong. And with digital, you can customize it. And then I was looking, there wasn't any for realtors. So, you know, there comes my avenue to step right up. And I decided to design a digital planner. So I did it in like maybe a week. I don't know. I had a lot of 
stories on my Instagram, me drinking Red Bulls and like eating uh, polar pizzas from Baskin Robbins, which is like the best thing ever. You never had that. Um, and like staying in the office until like 8 p.m. just by myself. Like there was no admin there anymore. There was no other agents that were coming in. I was just sitting in the office by myself designing this planner. And then eventually um, uploaded it and sold a bunch of copies. And um, my favorite thing about digital downloads, if you're a realtor and looking for another avenue of um, how to you know bring in extra income is digital downloads because essentially you make something once and you create things around it and have to promote it and continue to do that but it's pretty much like once you do it and get the systems in place it continues to bring you revenue so that was wonderful and i finally had some money it wasn't a lot of money it was like maybe a thousand dollars um after not being able to sell real estate for months um and so i started doing that and then from there, it went to merch. And like I said, just staying in my office until like eight or nine, just designing merch and uploading it. And to me, when it comes to this kind of stuff, it was like quantity over quality, which I'm kind of regretting at this point in my life. But anyways, learning experience, like everything. And so that's how that went. And then eventually people were asking for paper planners. So I started to try out that um, and then our collab. And then now it's today. So I feel like I got off on a little bit of a tangent, but that's just kind of to a large overview of what has happened and how things spiral. So I think that you skipped an important part of that. You had a baby girl during all of this too. So at what point were you in your business? And and I think this is a really important conversation right now um, to talk about additional revenue streams in real estate. We're amongst another shift in the market. So like you found this as, as a market was shifting and we're experiencing this very thing right now. Um, we can expand upon that a little bit, but I just want to hear you had a couple of major shifts One, the market changed. And then you also brought a beautiful baby girl into the world during all of this. So uh, unpack that a little bit for us about what it was like and how you were able to manage, you know, this, uh, and I don't even want to call it a side hustle. I want to call, I want to refer to it as a revenue stream, because I think that that is really key for other women and moms to hear um, that that's a thing. So Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it, sorry. Um, yeah, so, I mean, as realtors, there's ups and downs. And the only thing that we can do is more so less focusing on the goals. Like I want to sell 12 houses, but more so focusing on the habits. Like I want to reach out to five people today, or I want to post to Instagram stories, or I want to, you know, engage in these things or find other things. And when you're down and not, you know, running around showing tons of houses and you have that downtime and as realtors, we perceive busyness with success. And so to try to find another dream that you can put effort into and the hard part with real estate in general is that no matter how many houses you show to someone you can't guarantee that you're going to get a paycheck no matter how many escrows you have you can't guarantee that you're going to get a paycheck but when you have a tangible or you know digital item that you're actually selling and there's 
you know, effort that you can put towards that. Obviously, you don't can't guarantee that you're going to sell boxes and boxes of planners, but at least you have something that, you know, if I were to put these amount of hours into, I can pretty much guarantee that I'm going to sell X amount of things, you know? Um, so I think that's one of the things that's helpful for me. So if I feel overwhelmed or stressed in my real estate business and I feel like there's a lot of things that I can't control, it's not going to help me. It's not going to help my business or my clients to stress out about those things that, you know, are out of my control. And like, most people say they can tell if you're feeling money hungry or desperate or in need of something. So to just have that extra like contingency plan in place for if, if real estate fails, I know that I could turn around and put extra effort into designing products and probably sell them to whoever's doing successfully in real estate, or it could be in a different avenue of, you know, whatever type of marketing you're doing if you're so good at your social media there are plenty of other types of businesses probably in your own town that are struggling with theirs you know you don't really have to advertise towards the masses on the internet but go next door to your office to the sandwich shop that has a not so great handwritten sign out front and you know put effort into helping them rebrand their stuff because likely as a realtor you're pretty you know, consistent with trends and understand like what's going on. So I think, I think I got off too far, but <laughs> essentially what I'm saying is, you know, it's just nice when most realtors are pretty creative, unless you're like a paper pusher lover. Um, and so I think there's just things that we can focus on that in turn grow your business when you're less stressed out about, you know, where's your next deal going to come from because you have this other stream of income but with also having to manage that so it's not fully taking over your real estate business and you can still manage clients expectations and succeed in real estate but it's like going to the gym you know going to the gym doesn't help your real estate business essentially but it helps you and helping yourself helps your real estate business so it's just like you know I think there's an interesting connection there though, because when you're, when you're segmenting a revenue stream, like you're, we're not saying like go out and start another business, like out of left field, but it really complements real estate. What, cause you are, sell, you're selling products to agents. And I think it doesn't have to be a tangible product either. I think any one of us has a special, a special talent, a special thing that like, that's part of our sauce, a skill we know, something we understand about our businesses and you can teach that to someone else. That's another revenue stream. Like I have a course, like you can teach someone else something and it could be anything, something that you know, and, or, you know, if you do have that creative bug, like designing a product or coming up with a service that could help agents, like we interviewed on Lockbox, who came up with an app to help agents. I think there's so many possibilities that the opportunities are endless, but I think the cool connection is that it's actually complementing your real estate business and I think that there's an interesting byproduct of that too and even if you're selling to agents and not something that would be toward you know buyers and sellers or transactional it's that you're creating relationships and you're building an audience and especially if you're using social media to do it and I think that 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 fuels a referral business, right? Or it gives you credibility in the marketplace as this expert. And I think um, that's something that I have really learned over the last year, um, like just being with my organization and then rolling out a course. And I think 
that that is such a cool thing for other moms to hear that they can do because it doesn't, once you build it, just like you said, it doesn't take, it's not a time suck. It's there for you and you can fuel it when you want to, you know, accelerate or you can let it automate and run on autopilot when you're busy with transactions. And I just think it's such a great opportunity to leverage, especially for moms in this industry. Um, and I guess I want to ask you, did, did you see that correlation? Like, cause you have a lot of followers, like, and, and you're kind of everywhere. Like you're on YouTube, you're on TikTok. Like, do you see those relationships strengthening as a result of this? Like, how are you leveraging that? Yes. And no. So I'm from a really small town that like, not, there's not a lot of referrals to be made. <laughs> like I'm not okay. a terrible <laughs> place where people are like, oh, I have a client moving to Ukiah. You know, it's like, where's Ukiah? I've never heard of it. And who wants to move there and why, you know? So <laughs> um, yes and no, but I mean, it does definitely when and if I do get referrals, they definitely have plenty to say about how present I am on the internet and how much content I provide. And two, I think that's a great resource to be able to provide to my referral partners that do happen. Um, just, you know, saying that, like, I have things like I've every person that sent me a referral, I've sent them a planner just like as a thanks. So um, I think there's that. And then two, I mean, when I have additional engagement from my realtor following um, and they see me as an expert, it only helps strengthen the people in my community to see me as an expert. like I said, I got into real estate when I was 18. So like the amount of family members and like friends that have used me as a realtor is very low, but obviously that number will continue to grow as the more experience I get and the more that they see me as an expert. And so no matter what area I'm showing them, I'm an expert and they see that obviously I know what I'm talking about and I know what I'm doing if I'm able to sell something to other realtors or sell some provide something to the community and yeah is that a good answer yeah (laughs) Yeah. Casey I have a question about so when you had your daughter um how did that transition impact you know your real estate uh revenue stream and then also your um product revenue stream like how was that transition are you still in, I mean, I feel like becoming a mom for the first time is like a major life change. And as much as people think like, oh, okay, like maternity leave, like six weeks. I mean, we don't get maternity leave um, being entrepreneurs, but maternity leave is not enough time to like fully transition and adjust to the major life change of like literally caring for a whole nother being and making sure they're safe and growing and healthy and everything. But how was that transition for you? Um, it was interesting. In a lot of ways, I felt that motherhood was easier than I had expected. Um, I also have, I live in a small town and 90% of my family lives here and really loves my child. And so I'm very blessed in that aspect. Um, and I didn't take maternity leave. I was showing a house and in contract, like literally the next week, um, I took a picture of it and have it on my Instagram. (laughs) So, um, there's that. And a hard part about being a mom is that 
you have even more of a reason to succeed, but you also have even more of a reason to slow down and be able to enjoy those moments. And so they're only little for so long and it's not long at all. And so my mindset when going into my first year of being a mom, she was born in January. So it's like literally a calendar year. Um, was that like, I don't, I'm not gonna do anything that's gonna like take me away from her that I don't see as being beneficial. And I really, my business was on straight autopilot. I barely, I did the bare minimum. I had a, I have a virtual assistant. So she was consistently posting for me and I had batch recorded like 10 videos before I gave birth. So I had weeks of YouTube content already planned and scheduled and executed. So I literally was like responding to messages and like posting pictures of my baby, but I was with her 97% of the day. Um, you know, I would leave her to go show houses and to get an eyelash fill and, you know, I, everything else I would do for my phone or when she was napping or, and that's like bare minimum stuff. I would mostly just watch TikTok and SVU. So uh, <laughs> I, I think that that mindset, I mean, I had one of my best years when, after she was born. So I think the mindset of like not stressing out about it and just being grateful for what comes. And thankfully I have the ability to have that mindset. You know, obviously it's different for people that are the main breadwinner and, and have to pay their bills. Um, but I think just having the capability to say, you know, what happens happens and I'm not gonna miss the most special moments of my child's first year for some client that doesn't respect me or care about me and is probably not going to use me. And there were people that I shouldn't have showed houses to or gone to their listing appointments, whatever it might be, but it's still a learning experience. And um, I think when it comes to like the side hustle aspect of things, I had more time to kind of focus on that because I was, like I said, not so concerned about real estate. I wasn't, you know, making phone calls or sending letters or I was just doing the bare minimum. So I was able to kind of focus on things that would bring me more money right away, which felt better than doing the activities that don't bring you money right now um, when it comes to like showing houses or marketing. Um, and so uh, focusing on like making new designs and uploading new designs and sharing them or making the planners and everything else. I think I had more time to focus on that, but it was still obviously very overwhelming and I'm not sure how I did most of it. <laughs> and it's, you know, being a mom. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's kind of the funny thing, at least for me, when I look back, like after having both of my kids, sometimes I would like look at them or like, like look back at that first year after and like be like, wow, I feel like I was in such a fog, like everything just happened. I almost, you know, wish I would have been able to like really slow down and like take in some of those moments because, you know, sometimes looking back, I'm like, what, like, did I, do I even remember that? Or like a picture that I took or like something like that. And I'm like, what, what, what was happening here? Like, what was this moment? Like, I don't even know, like, but that's just the funny thing also with probably sleep deprivation and <laughs> think I even still like thinking this for Instagram story archives because I was scrolling back to like 2018 just like looking at pictures and videos of obviously like my first few years in real estate and it's just so interesting to compare and like 
at that time in that moment everything felt like the biggest deal ever and now I have no recollection of what I was probably even stressed out about at that time or talking about or referring to and so I think that's a hard part of like growing old and having kids because time just flies so much faster with them but mm -hmm. I think that everything is so relative and thank goodness we have cameras and saving pictures <laughs> videos. Yeah. I feel the same way I feel like <clears throat> even like the last year felt like such a like I, I felt like I was just to, pulled in so many directions and wanting to be present and wanting to build this business and it was a lot on me to where I think I I think one of our most popular episodes is one of the earlier ones was talking about burnout right and I burnt myself out multiple times trying to do it all and um, I'm kind of like in this this camp of, of alignment right now with the summer like less is more still do things right like create the thing do the thing but like you don't have to chase everything um and I love that that's really inspiring that you were like you know you're driven you're driven like you're successful and and I admire you so much for what you've built and on your creativity I think it's I think it's amazing but I think that's also really commendable you said to yourself like I need to be present with her. I need to make money. But like you found a solution out of out of that that need that fit the moment you were in. And I think people get really caught up in defining success in real estate by like number of houses they sell. We all have a goal, right? Like you said, you had a goal. I have a goal. It's like sitting right in front of me and looking at that and like marking them off. And like um like a chart. <laughs> um, but I, I think that I think it's important to recognize that your goal doesn't have to be a number of something. Um, and if you're feeding and providing, that's, that's good. Like that's success, you know, especially when it comes to like, summer, you know, like you only have like, four summers with your child child and then you only have 18 summers and how many summers are we going to have for the rest of our lives like way more than 18 you know our kids are only going to be little for so long and so I think that's one of yeah. the important things to like acknowledge and I think we all have different seasons of our lives obviously and currently I have a toddler so my season isn't going to be as busy as the mom that has two kids of school age and has majority full-time child care or kids that can go watch tv because my child has no care for tv so it's it's just like we're all in different seasons and I think whatever you can do to get yourself through that and to be able to like at the end of the day say you know I was a good mom and I was also a good realtor and I think the hardest part about like most of anyone that's probably listening to this podcast is you always say like you know I don't know if I was a good enough mom or I don't know if I was a good enough realtor and just even thinking that it's like you are good enough because whoever's not good enough is not thinking that you know there's so many agents out there that are like you know whatever my clients don't care don't care don't care and most of probably whoever's listening feels like you could have done more or you could have been better whether it's in your business or with your kids but just the sheer fact that you're even thinking that I think shows how good you actually are <laughs> that mm -hmm. you care 
And I, I want to also like Braden said, like it felt like such a blur to her. And I think that that doesn't mean you weren't present in the moment. Like you've had a lot of things happen. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like that too. Like, I feel like that felt that was blurry, you know, and I'll look at pictures sometime because your mind, like, I always find it interesting. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but like, especially during the time when I had my kids home with me, because it's not like I didn't, even though I was feeling pulled in multiple directions, it's not like I didn't have time with them. They're with me through all of it. It just felt blurry. Like there was a lot, you have to, for me, I guess what I'm getting at, I feel like I switch brains, like sides of my brain. Um, and this is not a scientific discussion because I'm not sure if that's <laughs> what actually occurs. But like, there are times where, and I, I find this even too, now that they're in preschool, like, okay, I'm in business mode, work mode. Okay, then I have to almost like do a separate activity to switch gears, to switch into mom mode, where during that time when they were with me, I was like back and forth constantly, like all day long. Whereas like, I, I now recognize being pulled out of that, that for me, I had to like actually say to myself, okay, now I'm switching gears to be present. This is what this feels like. And you, if you have kids around you, you don't, you don't really have the opportunity. You kind of have to like figure out how to show up and be both, you know? Um, but I think it's really, I think just as we have, you know, a success measuring stick and that looks different for everybody. I think the way you mom looks different and the way that you show up in your present. And there's no, there's no definitive rule book of like how many, you know, special activities you've made or how many crafts you made together or how many hours you need to, you spend per day playing with your child um, to, to show them that you love them or to set them up to be, you know, a well balanced human. There's no rule book that says this is the number of hours you need to spend with that. I think more than anything, it's quality time. And I think only, you know, that like, you know, what your child needs and, um, you do the best you can because at the same time, most have to provide too. So I just think it's really freeing to know that it's okay that it looks different in different seasons or for different people and different families. Cause there really is no fast and hard rule of how much you need to show up to do this and how much you need to show up to do that. Just as there's no hard and fast rule of this number of transactions or this number of sales volume makes you a successful realtor. Totally. So Casey, before we head out, um, I want to, ask you one more question. Um, so I think it's really cool to see just different ways people are running businesses, having different, you know, um, just different ways of producing income, you know, loving what they do, being passionate about what they do. Let's say we have some moms in the community that are listening to this that are like, I would like to add maybe an additional revenue stream, um, other than just real estate. Like I would like to not just depend on, you know, commissions, do you have any advice for them on getting started or finding something that they can do to add a revenue stream? Yeah, I think digital downloads is like my number one recommendation. Um, Etsy is a great place to do it. You just set it up once and you have little overhead. It's like 20 cents a listing and then a small percentage when it comes to reoccurring purchases um, and you can run sales super easy and it just 
an easy platform to sell digital downloads on. You can pretty much YouTube digital downloads and then there's a ton of advice and tips. And then my second one would be like print on demand items. Um, there's a ton of different companies. Um, my favorites Printify and um, Printed Mint. And um, they both are wonderful. And obviously when it comes to doing it, you have to be really careful um, using copyrighted terms and um, selling and having the resources to provide refunds if something does have an issue um, and setting that bank account up separate. I recommend if you're going to do like a separate revenue, I just set up a separate bank account completely and all of like I put a chunk of startup money in there and then, you know, things come and go um, just so it's separate and you can monitor it for tax purposes. Um, and you can connect those to an Etsy account too, and to just be original and be, you know, your own self. And it doesn't have to be geared towards realtors. You know, if you have a town, you could have your own town's merch and like create stuff like that. And that's even more of like, like Alyssa mentioned earlier, like you're providing content even to like potential probably clients. Um, so I think that's like a great idea. And then my third one would probably be like, if you have any at all idea of how to use social media is to like manage social media for other small businesses in your town, because if they see you in an expert as small or like a small business marketing, then they're gonna see you as an expert when it comes to marketing and then an expert when it comes to listing houses and marketing those. Um, and, you know, just helping out your community in whatever, fashion is available, I think is going to be more resourceful, not resourceful, um, impactful than, you know, marketing towards realtors. But like I said, realtors love to buy things. So, um, 100%. So I think <laughs> to sell too, too. but um, I don't know if I'd recommend making planners because I have a large stack. So if you do want to buy one, you can. <laughs> but anyways, I think, you know, you never know until you try and there's tons of things and info out there. I mean, we all love to scroll TikTok. So you could just scroll like print on demand or hashtag side hustle and see a ton of um, different revenue streams over there. I also think having like a housekeeping business or like a nanny agency would be like the perfect side hustle to have if you're a mom and a realtor because who doesn't need a nanny and who doesn't need a house cleaner, you know? So if yeah. you're managing people, that's great. <laughs> if I had time, <laughs> I would do it. I think we're waiting for your course on how to do this and also co coaching calls from you. So yes. well, just... I'll try. <laughs> so tell us how, thank you so much for sharing and, and for just being such an open book too and like telling people how they can get started um it's super inspiring so thank you for showing up and sharing and i also want to plug the planner because the planner is really good we both it's really good yeah and i use the digital one too um because i got an ipad after i got the paper one um and i like them both for different reasons so i suggest you know copying both um <laughs> So, and, and also shameless plug, the, the modern real estate mama merch is still available on our website. Yeah. So that said, tell us how we can find your products, how we can follow you. Let us know. 
Um, so my Instagram is Casey.realtor, K-A-S-I-E. Um, and then my website has pretty much everything else on it. It's basically Casey.com. And then my Instagram has links to all sorts of things. Um, I, I do have a free Facebook group called Planning for Realtors, which I share a ton of info in when it comes to planning, when it comes to Trello um, and other things that I do throughout the year, like when it comes to sharing my postcard templates and everything, um, which I've shared a couple in the Modern Mama Facebook group. So um, that's in there too. What else was I supposed to talk about? Um, I'm sure I can give you a discount code. I don't have one off the top of my mind, but you can put it in the show notes. Um, and for money off of planners and merch and what better way to go for a hot mom walk than in your hot mom real estate gear <laughs> yes totally cool. I love name. all of my apparel like I love it it's fun yeah. because yeah. also like we we show up sometimes as we are and it's still like professional you're in like a real estate related outfit I think like like, especially on like inspection day or staging day, I like totally plug my athleisure with my real estate mom shirts. <laughs> so. Yeah. The valuable information I'm giving you is no different if I'm in heels or if I'm in a hoodie. So totally. 100% down with one sweatshirt at a time. Cause I do. Uh, that. Yes. <laughs> Let's normalize mom, real estate mom sweatshirts on all appointments. <laughs> Can I just tell you guys though, like we have, I don't know if you guys have like a local forum for real estate agents in your area, but I, our state has one on Facebook and literally there are always so many discussions about other realtors worried about what other real estate agents are wearing. And it drives me freaking nuts. Like, oh, are you seriously judging another real estate agent that you saw coming out of a showing that's wearing flip-flops? It's 118 freaking degrees right now. Like I'm going to wear the flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. That is insane. No, I have not seen that, but I mean, I've, I've seen it all, especially on Facebook with groups, which is why our community, we really promote, um, you know, being kind and supportive yeah. and encouragement and mindset. Like that's literally what we're about because a lot of real estate Facebook groups, there's, they're mean. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not kicking anybody out of our group that did anything like that. Like I would probably just kick them out like right away. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, that's literally why we made it. So yeah. yeah. I love cool. My group is kind of boring, but at least I'm in it. <laughs> I love your Facebook group. Um, I'm also I'm in like one of your local groups too <laughs> walking group I think oh dang yeah because it's it's a fantastic idea so um but anyways thank you so much for joining us um we will put her contact details and website in the show notes um really appreciate you just taking the time and sharing so much and being so open with us and it was good to see you always like chatting with you love you guys so much thanks for having me it's an honor thanks casey we appreciate you i'm super excited for this episode to air and um i might have to message you because i've actually been uh thinking about doing like an etsy shop with digital downloads for like six months yeah. and i keep procrastinating and so i might just need to do it now that we've done this episode and just like okay. all right start. I'm, I'm holding her accountable too so. <laughs>
going to do it. I expect a link in my inbox by Friday. <laughs> this is your your 90 day challenge. Your shop will be launched in 90 days. No, I want her link. I want it's digital downloads. You got this, Brayden. You've done some yes. things. You can have it up by next Friday. I'll give you next. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm giving her time to like develop a, like this whole business. But all right. The thing on. is, okay, it's been in my head and it's been in my Canva and in my Procreate app on my iPad for like starting things for like literally probably six months of like things that I'm like okay I'm gonna do this this like you know my digital downloads and I've literally like I've been doing the research and I've just been putting it off because I got really busy with my real estate business but then every time I have a little bit of a slowdown I'm like this would be a perfect time and then I get you know so it's just all right start with one okay how many how many things has she also made like how many like things in Canva and things you've made like <laughs> since I've known you like okay this is happening next week all right I'm checking in all right yeah I want the podcast promo um stories to come first I think that should be one of them too because I love the podcast promo stories well that's think? actually Alyssa that's Alyssa's template oh. okay <laughs> which one <laughs> I just love all the promos like like they're so good the Instagram oh. posts Oh, yeah. Well, but R- Brayden makes all the worksheets. She makes like everything that you see, like all the ideas and like the worksheets that go into the Facebook group. She makes all that. And she makes a lot of the, the Instagram posts too. Her own Instagram posts are wonderful and they're so creative and like out of the box. So you got this. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm putting it on my, I'm putting it on my planner my managing the most planner it's going on there right now <laughs> a double honor i love all of these these shameless plugs they're so good we could all be supporting each other and sharing yes. so so you know that merch collab that we were talking about in this episode that is the merch collab that we always share on this podcast and in the group so if you want some cute and functional basic tees and sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, coffee mugs, you can go to the link listed in the description and that code will get you 10% off the merch collab with the Modern Real Estate Mama and basically Casey. Happy shopping.